0: Tiny Victories, the show where we offer up minor accomplishments and fleeting joys. I'm Laura House. And I'm Annabelle Gerwich. And each week on the show, no matter what
1: kind of week we've all had, we share one reason. To get out of bed,
0: something we like to call a tiny victory. That's right. So thanks for joining us. For the next 15 minutes or so, we invite you to hit pause on your anxiety. You should stop worrying about the end of robot pizza. And I'll stop worrying about a salt-sized purse. And I'll stop worrying about sushi terrorism. I mean, if you can.
1: (laughs) And now, let's get tiny. Let's tiny it up. Coming up on the show, when you finally finally, after years, see the
0: spoils of playing a long game. Oh, wow. Plus, a listener calls in with a tiny victory that takes the cake. But first,
1: (laughs) this week's episode is sponsored by our friends at Lumi Labs. Lumi Labs! So if you've been listening to the show, uh, you know that Lumi Labs are friends uh, who make microdose gummies, have been sponsoring the show for a while, and I not only talk about them, but I feel like that the Hair Club for Men thing. But I am
0: also a customer. <laughs> I'm also the president. I mean, not the president, but you know, <laughs> I could be at this point. <laughs>
1: now, people use microdose gummies, which you know deliver just a small entry level amount of THC for different reasons. Some people do it to be creative, to be in the zone, mm-hmm. just for relaxing people have different uses for me. Uh, I use them to help me go to sleep at night and gosh, it really helps. Um, I take my little half of a gummy and it sends me off into the nice, good, perfect amount of Oh, God, I was going to say chillaxing sleep. I'm so sorry. I want to apologize. Bringing back 2017 there. yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And good news, Microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about Microdosing THC, go to Microdose.com. And use code TINY, T-I-N-Y. You'll get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description. But again, that's Microdose.com. Code Tiny. Okay,
1: so um, uh, I'm so excited to talk about long game, short game strategies today because I had a long game victory.
0: I love when sometimes we get into like, are they teeny tiny victories? Are they itty-bitty tiny Are they microscopic? You know, how how low can we go? I, I love a, a tiny, tiny, tiny victory.
1: This is such a tiny victory for something that's like a big strategy, right? This particular long game was 25 years in the making. Oh, wow. Which means, in my case, it's
0: a parenthood. Okay, okay. Victory, <laughs> okay. They always feel kind of big to me, but all right.
1: Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, is I think parents parenting, in my opinion, is like a, 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 this, this funny mixture of both long game and short game goals. Right. right? Like yeah. short game may be like, oh, can my child please not have a breakdown? Or can I not have a mental breakdown on a long plane
0: flight? Right. Or like, let's just get through Target. Like, let's let's get, just <laughs> yes. get through. I remember myself as a child, <laughs> I felt like any adult near me was like, can we just get out of the grocery store? Can we just like that was the goal? Can I just get you back in the car, please?
1: Yes. So that's like a short game strategy, Mm -hmm. which might involve chocolate bribes. (laughs) It
0: almost always always right. Like begging, bribes. A stern try a stern look, and then try ten other things.
1: Yes. Like I remember, I was actually babysitting for uh, my nephews. My sister and her husband were out of town, and they were. I wasn't um, actually a parent at the time, and I used to always be that person who was like, what kind of parent feeds their child M&Ms on a trip to the grocery store just to get them to stop crying? You know what kind of parent? Uh, me, the babysitter. A
0: normal functioning parent.
1: Anybody does it, right? But then there's that so long game things, right? So the long game thing is more like you disagree with things with your kid uh for many many years and you're thinking one day I will
0: be right. <laughs> that's the prize, being right. Being right is the tiny victory. Like they like one day they'll see it. That would be the that's the win. Yes.
1: One day they'll see what I have done for them. That's that you know, that's the really okay, big yes. game. But in the small game of the long game oh. is the thing about like keeping something neat, cleaning things up.
0: But literal neat, like a messy room, like things yes. on the floor. Thank or, you. Or yes. Making a bed or whatever.
1: Yes. So okay. I get a text the other day and my kid <laughs> says, Mom. I want you to know I visited the house that I shared when I was in college that you came to visit and were completely appalled by, and I want you to know when I walked in, this is a few years back now, I said to myself, oh my God. This place is a shithole. Mom (laughs) was right because it was so disgusting. (laughs) There were like footprints on the ceiling. I'm not kidding. That's not an exaggeration.
0: It was so dirty. Just like the Lionel Richie song?
1: Yes, it was. (laughs) But this, this is the thing, right? This is a text. This doesn't mean anything in the future of the world or even, you know, I mean, like, it's just a text saying, Mom, you were right about the house being really messy. Right.
0: But I'm picturing you screenshotting it immediately. Immediately. Mom, you were right. Like a screenshot. I'm going to keep this forever. I'm imagining wanting to hire a skywriter to somehow yes. reproduce the text yes. in the sky. Getting
1: like, a tattoo with yes, mom, you yes. were right. The your day tattoo. and tying the text came front, in. Front
0: forearm, like you yes. can see it all the time. Like a really, yes. I do get that of just the like, the relief that must be a feel like of, you were right, of just, yes. please, one day, can I think I'm right? <laughs>
1: yes, and, you know, it just really made me think a lot about this idea of long game and short game and the mm. different kinds of satisfactions we get. Oh. And, you know, I thought a lot about this in terms of, Laura, I don't know if you relate to this, but I think about how... A lot of my life has been short game. You know, I think when you're, well, for me.
0: Like work hustle. Yes, yes. Is that what you, Yes, I. Yeah, like you just, you need the gig. You need the next right. job. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: for a good deal of my working life, uh, I was living, you know, hand to mouth. So, sure. you know, it's like, okay, short game, short game, got to pay the rent, got to support myself. Right. And so... Having a long game strategy for something is in some sense can represent a kind of privilege, you know, and I think, you know, it it requires a certain comfort level. Have. So, in
0: the sense of kind of survival mode, is like yes, yes. You just need like again survival. You just need something to float on. You just need something solid. You just need the next thing to survive. Yeah, you know, in literal survival, in job survival, you need the next paycheck, the next gig. Is it a two week gig? Fine, I'll take it. Right. And so, you mean privilege in the sense of maybe you have some time. To kind of think through the next 30 years or something and go, where would I like to be? Maybe
1: not 30 years, but even like the next month, you know? Oh, okay. And, you know, I think that that's, you know, an interesting idea. But then also as an artist, you're sometimes playing the short game, but then also you're really doing it with the long game. You know, like, I hope this adds up to something. Right. And I, I think it's just an interesting thing to think about. Like, I, I'm i doing a lot of short game. And, and not that one is over, you know, you don't want to say short game is bad, long game is good. Because, you know, you get a cancer diagnosis like I got. And you do a lot more short game things. Right. Of There's going to be some pleasure here. I'm going to go for it, you know. Right. Um,
0: Sometimes it's more clear than other times of the long game there is, you know, health and yes, yes, living and, you know, strength and, you know, health related things. Yes.
1: And this little teeny tiny victory made me think about it's not a bad thing to think about what you're doing if something is sort of an issue for you and sort of codify is it a long game or short game thing because I think that has to do with that um, issue of can you hold out for the satisfaction and how many things do you need to give you instant satisfaction and how many things do you need for that kind of really deep satisfying long-term satisfaction
0: when you just said you know maybe it's nice to to codify so like if if we can label, A long or short game, like if it's not happening, instead of feeling like I'm failing, this thing isn't happening, I can go, well, it's a long game. That's
1: exactly it.
0: And we sometimes talk about counting the wins. So like we can count the wins of the short game and like, for example, writing. Well, I don't have the big home run, but I wrote the draft, I wrote the script, I got it out there, I got an agent, or w- whatever those steps might be. Yeah,
1: or like exercising, or like, oh, I mm. committed to giving up sugar for my long-term
0: health. Right, so instead of being like, ugh, everything's terrible today, it's like I've done nothing. You have to, like, lo- look at the short game victories kind of as a way to mm-hmm. – Yeah, because,
1: like, when I make my little to-do list during the day, yes. I realized my to-do list has a lot of short game thing. Like, I did this. I can check it off. Oh, Yeah.
0: It has to, yeah, or it would be crazy. But if I can
1: also add, like, one more day of doing the exercises that I think will pay
0: off in the long
1: term, Mm. (laughs) like, it's not like, and I felt immediately great from that. You know what I mean? Interesting,
0: yes. I wonder if that was kind of why Malcolm Gladwell's... Um, 10,000 hours concept, or it might have come from somewhere else as well, but why it kind of got passed around. Because if I say I want to be good at something, it's so nebulous. Like, it's just so like, well, when does that day come? What does that mean? And if someone Mm -hmm. goes, well, you're not really good at something until 10,000 hours, at least you go, oh, okay, at least I can visualize a slog. Yeah. <laughs> at yes. least I don't get mad at, in three weeks that I'm not a violinist. You know, like at least I go. Yes. Well, he said ten thousand hours. I mean, that it, at least my brain can pack better for the trip instead of just being like, why aren't I there yet?
1: Yes. Yes. You know, it's funny when you just said that. I just want to say one little thing that I find a tiny victory before we take a break, um, and that is that I think about Malcolm Gladwell, and for some reason I just want to punch him. I know. But I, I know.
0: I I hesitated in bringing it up. But which is and which is why I also was like, maybe somebody else said it. like <laughs> no, 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 it's true. But like, because I don't know. I think know, a lot of people feel that way. I just like, feel that on. way
1: about him. But also, I think that one thing that I like to like sort of sort of say to myself, because about like that idea of the 10,000 hours, because I feel like I've put in that much time as a writer and I come to the uh, belief and, you know, that, look, I may never be a great writer one day but I'm going to be a better writer than I was sure. for the hours and I feel like that's a doable thing and even though the Amazon one star review people might not agree
0: and you and you don't have to agree but I'm going <laughs> to silently agree with um, much of our audience when I go I very good writer be very good and successful but I get what you're saying
1: well thank you I appreciate that okay (laughs) we're taking a quick break so you can hear from another show on the network and we when we come back uh, Laura who was recently published in McSweeney's and I will uh, (laughs) where where are you
0: throwing my credits in my face (laughs) yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh,
1: talk about
0: that we have an excellent call
1: fantastic call (laughs)
2: Oh my gosh, hi, it's me, Dave Holmes, host of the pop culture game show, Troubled Waters. On Troubled Waters, we play a whole host of games, like one where I describe a show using a limerick, and our guests have to figure out what it is. Let's do one right now. What show am I talking about? This podcast has game after game and brilliant guests who come play you. The host is named Dave. It could be your fave, so try it. Life won't be the same. Uh, a big business starring Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin. Close, but no. Oh. Is it Troubled Waters, the pop culture quiz show with all your favorite comedians? Yes, Troubled Waters is the answer to this question and all of my life's problems. Now, legally, we actually can't guarantee that. But you can find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Welcome back to Tiny Victories. I'm Laura House. And I'm Annabelle Gurwitch. We say it every week. We really love getting your calls. And this one is um, so much going on in this one. Enjoy.
2: Hi, tiny team. My name is Liz. I have a small victory. I am throwing myself a party. Um, it doesn't seem like much, but uh, for context, I was diagnosed with cancer uh, a couple of years ago in 2019. I was 25. I'm turning 30 in a couple of weeks. And there was talk when I was finishing chemo about doing a party then, but we couldn't because the pandemic hit and we were all in lockdown when I finished. Um, and then when we started trying to plan my 30th birthday to try and celebrate the two things at the same time, there was some family issues going on and I had my siblings say they might not be able to attend. And the victory is that I made peace with that and said, okay, but I'm going to do what I want, which is very hard for me to do as a people pleaser. And I'm having my big party and I ordered my favorite cakes from my favorite Italian bakery and I got exactly what I want, which it says, congrats on not dying. That's my tiny victory. I'm doing what I want, and I'm celebrating me with the world's funniest cake. I hope you guys are having a great week, and that you're both doing well. Have a great, great, great life of tiny victories. Bye.
1: Okay, Liz, thank you. Oh God, I couldn't love that more.
0: I mean, I, it's hard to know where to start because there's so many things. I mean, mm-hmm. congratulations. I don't even know. On so happy, happy birthday is the least the least I can say to that. It was kind of a bundle of victories Mm, mm -hmm. and obsessing it. You know what? I asked for exactly what I wanted. I got the cake I wanted. Also, amid like the very crux of the whole show concept is the world is so hard that we're looking for these tiny victories. And it was like cancer, pandemic, (laughs) family issues. Like everything was so hard. And it's like, you know what I did? I didn't people please. I called the Italian bakery and I got the exact cake that I wanted and I had them right. Congratulations on not dying.
1: (laughs) It's just, (laughs) I mean, it's so good. I just love that it takes place years after it happened. Yes. Like there's never, it's never too late to celebrate Ugh, something.
0: That's such a good thing to know. It's such a good thing.
1: And I just think about Liz. I'm picturing, and I don't know, you know, my picture is just of this joyous human. Yes. I just find that so inspiring. And uh, it just makes me cry. And I'm just so happy that you shared that with us. And I, I would love to hear other people having parties that have been delayed for a few years
0: yes oh my gosh love it's that. so good yes yeah, I, that's so good intent. and also the yeah to, to not let it go yes to, I love that you know what I turned 30 it's a big deal I'm a survivor it's a big deal I'm doing all, all of it to celebrate yourself even just celebrating yourself is is such a victory. And
1: I want to mention one more quick thing before we end the show. And that is that she says cancer survivor. And that's such an exciting word. And it's, it can be a loaded word for people who are in treatment with cancer. Because you feel like, oh, my God, when do I get to call myself a survivor? Mm. Do I have to be cured entirely? Or can I be a survivor uh, while I'm in treatment? And right. I've had it advised to me that you can call yourself a survivor Any time that you are uh, above ground (laughs) and you are a survivor, just by saying you're a survivor, whether you're in treatment, whether Mm. you're done treatment, whether you're at the start of treatment, it's a very empowering word that is this week's show thank you Liz we're so (laughs) happy for you
0: yes and thank you to everyone who calls in we may not be able to share your victory right away but we love doing episodes sharing your victories please keep them coming you can call the tiny victory hotline anytime at 323-285-1675 you can also record
1: your victory on any voice memo app email us the audio our email is
0: tinyvictories at maximumfun.org if you have a comment or a suggestion about any of our episodes, we want to hear from you. Call, email, reach out on Instagram or Twitter. Our handle for both platforms is at GetTinyPod. And we'd love it if you'd leave us a five a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It really helps people find the show.
1: Yes, and help us get the word out about the show. Tell your friends, your family, or anyone you think needs a bit of goodness in their lives.
0: Thanks to Brian Swartz for our theme music. Our producer is Laura Swisher and our editor is Nihar Patel.
1: And a big thank you to my friend wendy hammers who is a pancreatic cancer survivor she's the one who told me that very empowering thing we'll see you next week in the meantime may you have long and short satisfactory games of tiny victories sure
0: this is a production maximum fun